What is up, my dama nerds? I hope you're all ready for a wonderful fucking episode that's gonna go <laughs> and invade your eardrums. I hope you guys are psyched for episode 29, February 4th. 4 fucking a.m. in the Japan time. I'm getting into it, so you all better fucking get in it. My name is MJ. I'm one of the hosts of Dama Nerds, and I'm always accompanied by my buddy, my friend, my nerd, Rod Dama from the Terra Squad. Rod, hey, what hey. Is up, my what's up, brother? nerds? You know, I'm just hanging out over here in Vancouver. Over here, we got just about 10 a.m. It's 9:58 a.m. I got it easy today. You're on the fucking grind today, buddy. I love the enthusiasm, though. I love it. Yeah, you know, well, I have to get in it and get ready. Sometimes you got to sacrifice some of the time Hell you yeah. have. We're all going to die soon. Yes, we will. So everyone has to remember that and keep that in the back of their brains that you're going to be gone. So take time. Take advantage of this time that you have right now. Shit's precious. All right. So you have to just utilize your life. So don't think that everything's going to be all fancy dancy and you're going to have a good time. Shit could turn bad really quickly. So, you know, you got to really take advantage of your life right now nerds ah and just enjoy the the little mo- yeah that's that's a good way yeah sure. well, anyway on that note i think you know we got somebody in here who might be able to weigh in on this a little bit uh if you hadn't noticed by clicking on the link and seeing the little red face on here we got the homeboy brian Skagline skags what's up yo skags what's good nerds we're out here at pittsburgh pennsylvania it's 12 59 p.m we're about to hit 1 p.m in the afternoon it's been a it's been a hectic week but uh we're here. We're ready for it. We made time. I'm a Dama nerd. Yes. We're going to get yes. the interview. Yeah. This is sick. You guys are crazy. MJ, thank you for staying up till 4 o'clock in the morning. This is bananas. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, man. No problem. You know, shit happens. Uh, sometimes you have to readjust schedules. Sometimes you just got to do it. That's right. So yeah. as Perfect. long as things go the way you want them to go, and the only way that's going to happen is you make it happen. Sometimes you <laughs> just got to put down the Dhamma, right? Just do what you really Sometimes. want. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's important. Put it down. Get it's some good time. It's perfect. Hells yeah. All right. So we got Brian Skagline. What's up, buddy? Fucking, so for those of you who don't know, Skags has uh, been working with Kendama USA for a while. Just recently left Kendama USA. Mm-hmm. He's been in the scene for how long have you been playing Dhamma for? I've been playing Kendama since uh, I got my very first Kendama in the mail, uh, Blue TK16, on September sixth, hey. two thousand eleven, and that was like oh, yeah. right, that was like right around when uh, like I, I grew up with like Zach Yord and like Colin Sander, like those are my boys, and they always played Dama like on the, the early early stages of it, and like I was like interested yeah. in it, but I wasn't like really sold on it, and uh, I don't know, like, right around when the pro models dropped, I was kind of like, whoa. I saw the video. It was in Pittsburgh. I knew the locations. I grew up skating. I was like, this is sick. So, yeah, they had me hook, line, sinker. I was in. So, like, 2011. And I got sponsored by Kendama USA in 2014. Nice. Halloween. Halloween night. That's right. And I remember you were one of the first to be put on the tribe team, right? Oh, yeah. I was, uh, myself and Wyatt were picked on tribe first. And uh, I remember, like, Colin was saying how I was going to be first on this like new leg of the team because it was going to be like pro team, tribute team. Then the tribe team was like the tribute players were going to see like future talent just to help keep building the team and whatnot. And uh, Colin picked myself and Wyatt. I had no idea who Wyatt was. And he was just like, make sure your video is done for this time. You're going to be announced first. That's what we're doing. I was like, all right, cool. 
Then he hit me up like a few days before and was like, hey, we're actually going to put Wyatt first. I was like, who's Wyatt? I watched his video. <laughs> I watched his video and I was like, oh, yeah, no, for sure. He can go first, for sure. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's my Those tricks were nasty. It'd be like, I don't know if I want to go after this. Yeah, like tough act to follow. I was like, it's all good. I'll put some yeah. light leaks. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I told Colin though, like looking looking down the, like just the timeline of like my career with Konami USA and why it's like if anything, like everybody on the team I love, but I think Colin had the best calls. Like Wyatt picked him, World Cup champ, like rags the riches immediately. And then I just started grinding and doing the show. So I'm doing like the work and just like trade shows, team management, all that kind of stuff. So still hats off to Colin. He knew. Yeah. And Kusa just picks up like instant <laughs> winners, like right before 2019 Kenjam World Cup. Who? Like, Rui? hey, Rui's on the team now. Uh, so that, what's up? Rui, yeah, Rui was me like a week before. I was like, no, we need Rui. Nobu found him. And then, yeah, it kind of just worked out that way. It was perfect. Yeah, it was just so crazy. I remember people yeah, talking about yeah. online, Big. like, whoa, like, yeah. they just picked up Dewey, like, announced that he was on the team, like, a week before right. the yeah, comp, right. and now he just, like, wins this shit. It's like, whoa, who knows that, what secrets from that where? That secret, like, black side of the internet, like, yes. like, psychic or something being like, you must find Wyatt Bray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, who the fuck oh, is Wyatt Bray? <laughs> I had no idea, dude. When I started playing Kendama, it was just like, I since the beginning, I was always sold on just like the aesthetic, the look, the tricks, like where you shot at, like everything. And then I was always, I found Kendama USA that channel first. And then I remember watching mm -hmm. like Terra videos and like Rod videos of him playing in like a treehouse and just like in the woods. And I was just like, wait, how deep does this thing go? Oh, then yeah, I discovered yeah. <laughs> like Kenko and then like Sweets, and I was just like, oh, this is like a whole world. And I remember just like from the jump, I was like, yep, I'm going to be obsessed with this forever. So then I started clicking yeah. around and then, yeah, here we are. And here we are. Big time. Wow. So at that time, did you have other hobbies that were like really occupying your time? I was always into like uh, skateboarding growing up. Like I'm 29 right now and I always grew up like I was in a metal band for a while, which like that was a lot of fun. But like when it, when it came to like cameras and filming, I was always into skateboarding growing up. And I was always the filmer, the editor, the one that would encourage like, no, 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 you got it. Like, d do it. We're going to film it, chop it. It'll be perfect. Like, I was always kind of like that cheerleader. Like, no, 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 no. It'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, so with oh, that, man. like, honestly, like from the beginning with Kendama, like I was like, I just I was like fresh, fresh Kendama player. It wasn't anything like out of the norm. But once I saw the Kusa Japan tour, I think it was 2012 or 2011, whenever Turner did the border balance flip, the first one, the I, saw, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that and I was just like, I fuck with that so heavy that I will, I will do whatever it takes to be a part of it. I literally hit up Colin and Zach, it might have been before group chats were even a thing, like on our phones, I was just like, I don't know what Kandama USA has doing in the pipe, I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of it so yeah. bad like here's what i'm capable of like i'm still learning tricks but i'm good with like video media etc and um colin and zach kind of knew that so that's when they kind of like you know brought me on introduced me to jeremy and kind of started going from there but like from the beginning the tricks were always impressive like that's that's what we're doing we're playing with this toy we're landing tricks on it but like how they made it look was out i was just like i know i can contribute to that and like make it good next level match whatever it takes but yeah. i was just like I, I saw turner do that and i was like i have to be a part of that period <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it was cool. That was a pretty that was a pretty big moment seeing that. I mean, I don't think that was the first border balance ever, but I think that was the um, first time yeah. it was like put out 
in a good like yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. visible like and like you're saying like presented in a good way you know Japan, and like, like the lighting like oh, right dude, the shot was just that that was the best <laughs> shot like it's oh on a sharp tip too like come on the spike was like and yeah it was like, like was it not on. on like his pro mod one of those old like premiere mods so. that are yeah. like yeah. fucking slipperier than any ice i've ever seen up here in canada you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw that and i was just like wow like is it, it that and then like it opened up new things i was just like yeah I, I became i became obsessed like on site the the edit eight i think it was like when the pro models yeah when zach colin and turner had their pro yeah. mods like that i was like whoa i bought one Are and they then jamming on rooftops yeah that was the coolest that's that's literally all like in pittsburgh like i've been to i've been to those spots almost before the video even came out but that, that could have been as to why like it hit home so much with me but i was just like i love that so yeah i kind of started there Hell yeah all right all right so like you were moving from skateboarding to kendama so so was the amount of time that you spent skateboarding really different from playing kendama mm -hmm. like did kendama yeah, just so take it was over it was almost like a copy paste thing because like my friends and I were getting a little bit older and like I was never one that was gonna like throw myself down giant stair sets. Like I just did enough to keep up. Like kick flip a four set. Like I was just more comfortable like filming and just like doing that. Like I'm okay recognizing when other people are outshining when it comes to skill. Like same thing when it, on the Konami USA. Like when we were I was for Haley's like pro model. Like before we were working on that, I was just like, yo, Haley's got to go pro. I was talking to Jeremy about it and like I was talking to Haley about it and just like. With Kandami, you say there's like a chain of events where it's like you stick around, you go pro, or you don't. And I was like, I want to fix that. Like, I've I've always wanted to go pro. Like, I think every Kandami player wants to go pro at some point in their future, in their career. But I was okay with like not taking the backseat, but like putting others on. It's like no, Bish needs to go pro. Mm -hmm. Like D Westy, no brainer. Nobu, yes. Like I'm okay with like having those people have their time, so like I can almost like. In a selfish way, have my moment where it's like, I get to shoot that. I get to film it. I get to paint the picture of what I've always wanted to do from the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, so I've always kind of been like that. Just like, no, you have what it takes. You're killing it. Let me help. Like, I want to help, like, paint that picture for you. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Right. So you were just totally like, I'm totally fine with not being the top player. Almost like I yeah. know I'm not going to hit those crazy ass tricks. So let me contribute exactly. what skills I have to this whole scene. And just like the the culture, like when you look at like skateboarding, blading, like biking, like you have like the fat fish eye, they're sitting low, the tricks up here. And like, I've always loved those like Kendama USA, like superhero shots where like the camera's real low and like TJ's doing totally. a knee bounce like up here. Like, it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, it just always looks so cool. I was like, I can contribute to that in such a good, like, it's just like, I don't know. It's like such a cool like rock star look when it comes like filming, like. I don't know. That's one thing I'm so petty about it. Like I hate, I hate when people film tricks like indoors or something. Like if you live in California and you're filming in your like aunt's house next to like a china cabinet, it's like go outside, go outside, <laughs> go outside. Like because that's what's gonna make me double tap and like it. Like it's it's so petty, but like I'm petty. I'm petty. <laughs> I feel like, like... <laughs> I'm petty. <laughs> oh, you're about the cinematography and stuff, right? You're like you're saying you're like you're coming from a different background, but like straight up, still within the same thing funny i was thinking like we were saying filming skateboarding and uh kendama how it's very similar everybody kind of does the same thing too so like when you're filming skateboarding you're on a skateboard you're rolling with the dude on right. the board so you're still skateboarding with them right yeah but when you're filming oh, yeah. kendama you're also moving like you're bending your knees doing the same movements it's the same it's such a cool comparison i've never made before until you were saying that i would always say that the shot is not going to be good unless I'm just as sweaty as Wyatt is after they're done doing the trick because I'll be fully bouncing with him like 
Oh, no, totally. Man. Yeah. The whole time. Like, if your legs are sore, my legs are going to be sore. It's, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Like, those are the shots people are going to remember. And, like, who knows? Like, when Colin or whatever was filming that border balance flip with Turner, like, that changed my life. Like, in the most non cliche mm-hmm. way, it literally changed the course of my life. I was working at, like, this, uh, well, I was working at the Apple store because I, I still work for Apple now. Like, I was working at the Apple store and then I just got so obsessed with Kendama that it was just kind of like, it went like hand in hand with one another. And then, like, Years later, when Jeremy approached me for like a full time spot, like with media, I was just like, I like rethought of that moment with Turner, and I was like, I, I can't not say yes to this. Like, of course I'm going to take this <laughs> opportunity. It's like the best, the best job in the world. Like, I, I had to do it, but uh, yeah, no, it, it it goes hand in hand. Like, it, it, I've always loved it. All right, yeah. So I know, like, you know, a lot of people always on Instagram and other places yeah. saying, "Yo, Skags, when's Skags mod coming?" When's that Skags mod? Yeah, it's like every mod's a Skags mod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 helped, I, helped, I helped bake the cake with the, with the guys and the girls. Yeah, that no, was good. And like, and not even to take anything away from them, like with Haley and Nobu and Dylan, and like if they've earned that, like it's obvious. Like it's so sick. Like and, and it, 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 it makes me proud. Like and I love I love how like at Kendama events now it's like a thing to show like the video because that's so into like the skate culture and just like. The video mm-hmm. premiere, it's like, okay, do you want to hit live when you're at home on YouTube by yourself and all your friends are going to text you and be like, oh, that was so sick. Or do you want to drop it at an event with all of your friends? like, And then everyone just dabs each other up and like sometimes there's yeah. tears. Like, dude, Kendama gets so heavy with that. Like, that to me, like the spirit of it is just like, I love it. I love it. Like, oh, yeah, it's it's the coolest. But like, yeah, yeah. that must be so awesome hanging out with all your buddies and having those videos. For sure. Down, For sure. Like, or having new tricks be shown at those or like different uh shots different types of editing. oh yeah for sure yeah because like i've i've had to have those conversations where it's like kendama tricks are very important but kendama tricks are only going to progress and benefit kendama tricks if you're able to like film differently uh use unique angles or just like have like a personality or something like that app that adds a whole new layer to kendama like shit when when like kendama goat like dan rankins came out of like the woodwork i was like this is the perfect like just character to be introduced into the scene now like we all have a personality but i think it's so cool when you could take like your personality your interests and kendama and like package it in like one thing like that's a whole new thing now like i i, I like yeah. it i like it a lot and just look like skateboarding and like yeah bmx and blading and like i've always wanted to just copy paste that same homie vibe into kendama like land a trick everyone's happy it's like it's good like that's the way it should go and the video premieres and like yeah, I, I, I'm really excited for where Kendama's heading and just kind of what it's taken to get here. Like, it's, yeah, I love it. The Spirit Award. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, so you, you brought up Kendama Goat just now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just saw recently that he put out a new Kendama zine called Yank. Yeah. It looks pretty dope. And uh, while looking at that, oh, I wait, saw that I you were a big it, part it of that. It's called uh, Masturbate. Yeah. Masturbate. <laughs> the Yank Mag, Yank Book. It's a play on words. He knows what he's doing. Wait, what? It's 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 Kendama oh, goes. It's not gonna be called yeah. the Escape the Kendama magazine. Like it's gonna be something weird. No, hell no. Yeah, but yeah. So like you you're in that as well, right? Like did you do yeah. like a big interview with him and stuff for that? Yeah, he paid me. He paid me very handsomely to do a Kendama USA tell all, and I did it. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was good. Like he was kind of. We were talking about how he was gonna be doing like a, a zine and um. 
just like ask like with me leaving konami usa like recently he was just like yo that'd be a really cool story i think people would be interested in like what it was about what it took what it felt like um Ooh, yeah. Oops, so, yeah it was it was cool he typed up a bunch of questions he kind of let me talk about like um i mean i'll let you guys i'll let everyone get the zine for themselves but like more or less like what it was like what it was like mm-hmm. being on konami usa what it was like being a part of it like going full dama and then you know what the departure was kind of like as well so it's a really cool it's a really cool mag i think anything underground like that's always going to be cool like it's just yeah it's yeah, just it's, totally. it's again it's one oh, more yeah. thing that's going to add to our culture and the shit we love that isn't going to be just mm-hmm. like a trick or like a new carving out of the ken to help it do whatever like yeah. those all help but like when it's like a, some type of like media that me, like i don't know I, I, it's a good idea and it's gonna be fun and i, I love the fact that it's like low oh, budget yeah. and i yeah and i love the fact that it's uh there's no company behind it like it's not by chrome it's not by condom right. it's on my suite it's like a no. just ambiguous like ambiguous yeah i'm a company like honed media like same stuff No, like, totally i was yeah. i was thinking of that as well yeah. yeah yeah i think that's really cool because it's like it's a cool concept to just be like um like there is no like there's no bias towards anything it's a good like i don't know it's a good idea no. right made by fans for the fans just fans yeah. like want to contribute and like just yeah get back to no it's it's super cool and I'm really glad he's doing it it's gonna be uh it's gonna be sweet it actually it went live last Saturday so yeah yeah yank plug five bucks DM Kadama Goat yeah. get your copy seven bucks if you're in Canada you gotta get that extra two bucks shipping mine's in oh. the mail so mm. no spoilers yet buddy <laughs> no, no. no no right right <laughs> no nah, but it was Hell good man, I wonder how much it's gonna be to get over to me in Japan yeah <laughs> maybe yeah. <laughs> Shout out that Kendama goat, man. Fucking yeah. putting in the work. Yeah. Shout that out goat. what's up. Awesome. Shout out goat. Love him. For being a good... You know, funny enough, he's the, another guy who comes from a metal band background. He he played in a band called Heavy, 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 Heavy low, 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 Low. Yep. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I they have... were pretty big. They toured a lot. I saw them a couple times. I <laughs> I learned that at Battle of the Border 2018, I think, where someone... like they, It was Kendama goats. Like, it was my first time seeing him at an event. And someone said that, yeah. like, oh, he was in a metal band, too. He was in Heavy, Heavy, Low, Low. And I, like, broke my neck. I was like, Heavy, Heavy, Low, Low? That, like, <laughs> grindcore, like, screamy, like... And he was like, yeah. And I literally... I don't even remember who I was talking to, but I cut the conversation, beelined over to Kendama oh, and I was shit. like, you're in Heavy, Heavy, Low, Low? And he was like, why well, was? And I was just like... Right, yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> I just started, like, talking to him. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I was like... I yeah, think that- I had almost the same reaction. When, but I was talking to him, and he told me, and I was just like, wait, what? Like, heavy, I haven't heavy, heard that band name in years. Like, I didn't even think about that. Like, that's oh, yeah. crazy. Small well, one, world, man. <laughs> they're one song, Kids, Kids, Kids. Yeah, it was just, yeah, they're off the rails. But it was like, it wasn't like a humongous band, but it was a band where I was like, wait a minute. No, but. What? Like, yeah, had, they were yeah. they were pretty big, though. Yeah, they, they toured a lot with yeah, was, a lot of the bands that I used to listen to and stuff back in yeah, the day. Yeah, no, they were, yeah, yeah. That was wild. Fuck yeah. Right, man. So Skaggs, I, so you were in a band. What'd you play? I played bass, yeah. My band was called Eyes Have Seen the Glory. Um, kind of like nice. a play off that one song, like My Eyes Have Seen the Glory. I, I don't even remember why we oh, named no, it that. No. I think but like people always people <laughs> called us Eyes. It shows. And that was kind of cool too. But like same thing with the band. Like I was very adamant about like our stage presence, what we were going to look like, how we were going to talk when we did like interviews and stuff, like what everything was going to look like. Like when there was a bass drop, like we all went down at the same time. Like we would like, like we would move around stage. Like I made everyone in the band, like we put money aside to budget for like, we want Sennheiser wireless gear. We want this type of stuff because we can move and it's going to make our show that much better because like in the end, totally. we're really just playing like beat down riffs in Pittsburgh and like, <laughs> like, you can like church it up so much and like that's that's where I, I was like no we have to have like screens and tension banners we're putting this much aside for shirts because i've always been like 
Yeah, I've always been about like the whole package. Like, what's the whole thing gonna look like? Right, right, right. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. Yeah. It was the same thing with those guys. I would like <laughs> a few times before a show, like our front man would be wearing like I don't know, like a fila jacket. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, take that off and go put on like one of those cutoff tanks I have in my bag. <laughs> He's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, you're the front man. So please go put a cutoff on. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> like it was always like in a fun way, but like oh, they yeah. always yeah, they yeah, always yeah. knew they knew it was like Brian's gonna be, have like have a bug up his ass about something. So just. <laughs> trust trust in it nice yeah wow so you're like the manager I, i've yeah. always yeah i think i've like the always player coach just, yeah i think i've always anything i'm involved in it it's it's, it's also too because like i'm if i'm with my squad like my friends like i want my friends to like look good feel good like i want everything to go like look good and it's like i don't want to surround myself with like I don't know. Like, I just, I want everyone on my, everyone on my quote unquote team to like look good, feel good, have the same energy, same vibe, and kind of just go from there. And I feel like, honestly, with like any interaction, that's always healthy. I'm the same way at work. I'm the same way with like my family, like really everything, kind of just like not coaching, but like uh, I, I will spot check things. Like, if you had something in your teeth, like gar- like yeah, uh, a yeah, piece yeah. of broccoli or something, I will stop the conversation and say, yeah, you got broccoli <laughs> in your teeth right there. Just because like, I don't want. I don't want to be standing there talking to somebody with a piece of broccoli. Right, I'm like, right. like, tell me. So I want to be there for <laughs> yeah. those people to be like, Yo, hold up, you got a piece of spaghetti there in your teeth. Like, Hell yeah, <laughs> I can respect you, that. Just, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta. I can absolutely right, respect. So I got that. a story then that you gotta cross check. I want to see if uh, if you think this is acceptable. <laughs> what's happened? So, so when I first came here, I was living mm-hmm. here for you know, like like half a year, and I was going to school at that time, like, trying to study Japanese and stuff. And I was on the train traveling all the time, you know, going back and forth to school. Mm-hmm. And whenever I sit on the train, I well, you know, I just look ahead of me. A lot of people like in Japan just fall asleep. Yeah. But I was just, you know, standing, just looking straight in front of me. All right. Like, I don't care. I like, I don't know. Some people like will look around, look down, look in your bag or something. But I look, you know, straight. So I'm pretty much looking at everyone's crotches. Right. And, you know, like, I'm not going to look down at the shoes mm. and say, like, you know, whatever. Like, we'll look at those nice shoes and look around over here, you know. Just observing your surroundings. Right. You're, you know, yeah, yeah. You yeah, could get you wild on the train. You got to stay <laughs> I mean, alert. Yeah. Observing the crotches surrounding you. So I was you. just, you know, yeah. looking up around <laughs> and, and in front of me, of course, there's this one chick just standing there. And she's probably, like, a little older than me. I don't know. Oh. But, you know, I just noticed that uh, her zipper is open. So you're at a what crossroads right now. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know what, you know, she was just standing right in front of me for a while, and then we get to a stop. The person that was sitting down next to me, because I was sitting down, right, uh, they get off, and she sits down directly next to me. And she's, like, right there now. I'm like, okay, God, like, what do I do? And, like, I got to say this. While pointing to her. her, (laughs) uh... (laughs) I got to tell her, like, but now I'm just contemplating how the fuck do I say this in Japanese? Because I'm not going to try to explain it in English. So I'm like, okay, gathering all, all the knowledge that I've learned within that six months in Japanese class, but you don't really go over that kind of shit. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to say it, but when's a, when's a good time to let her know? So we get to my stop, and I'm about to leave, and I'm like, I got to say it, I got to say it. So I just, you know, lean over Doors open, people are leaving. I just lean over. I'm just like, yo, your crotch is totally open. Peace. And I get up and I just walk out. And 
I, like she was totally embarrassed about well, it. But I didn't want to yeah. be a super weirdo by like tell, telling her, and then yeah, just say and that and there, then sit back down, down and keep looking. Yeah, and just continue my ride. Like it had to have yeah. been at that time. So the question is, Skags, what would you do in that situation? Would you have told her to? As you were setting up the story, I knew that it it was going to come back onto the broccoli and being in your tooth and. <laughs> There were some obstacles in front of you. You're in a different country. You were learning the language. But um, I think that I would... I would not have told her a zipper was down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You went too oh, far, no. MJ, bud. You went because, too far. <laughs> because of the obstacles, I would not have. Because I've been to Japan twice. And yep. I can only say kampai and arigato gozaimasu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, there's no way that I could have done it like that if I like, yeah yeah but but that's why there's other people in the world like MJ that is willing to roll the dice and have that difficult conversation on the train with the young lady I, I think you did the right thing and now she probably <laughs> I mean she's probably because she could be walking around right now with her zipper down who the hell knows but you, MJ. Probably yeah. not anymore. She's so, like, that and, guy's gonna, that guy with the know, mustache is gonna find me again and tell me my fucking zipper's open. Well, you know, like, yeah, and you know, it wasn't like a norm, like a tiny woman's zipper on woman's pants. Like, it was like, just a little thing. Like a woman's yeah, zipper here. Like, oh, a it was fucking warm. It was big. It was open, like, clearly wide. Like, wow, there are your underwear, like, right there. Yeah. It's visible. I can totally see it. Gaping. I mean, nah. pause. No. But, you know, and I have a sister yeah, that's older. Yeah, and you know, no. I wouldn't want that shit to happen. You're right. Sister, you did it. You did the you right know? thing. You did the right thing. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Lear <laughs> nice. <laughs> learning a language, too, it's always fun to be, like, thrown into a weird situation like that. Is it? Where, like, I you, feel like I'd be like, terrified. Like, you wouldn't know what to say. You know what I mean? So, like, you're you're exercising the language also, you know? But, like, yeah, it's uncomfortable for sure. But, like, and I've never done that specifically. But just, like, for example, <laughs> when I'm, like, helping people out, like, when we're in Japan and stuff, trying to help translate and shit. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to fucking say this word. I'm just going to oh see what God. I can do. Like, <laughs> and I try to explain the word or something. And then they tell, oh, this word. Like, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And then now I know that word. You know what I Perfect. mean? Perfect. Yeah, no, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Because it's like, I was just trying to think of how to say that in Japanese. And like, there's probably some slang or term, you know, like in the States, X, Y, Z, means your zipper's open, your fly. X, Y, Z. Yeah. That's well, one, yeah. Well, yeah. I, in Pittsburgh, there is an amusement park called Kennywood. And it the whole park looks like it was built in like the 1700s by hand. And uh, <laughs> the saying the saying is, hey, Kennywood's open. And you kind of like allude to their crotch. And that's like. Whoa, okay, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. So in Japanese, it's. Shakai no mado ga Which pretty much translates to. Your society's window is open. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. And so from that is how I learned that's, that. See, phrase, that's what I'm you know, talking that, about. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, very good. See, that's good. Pass that same energy. And make sure the yeah. zip, zipper That's such a Japanese down. way to say that, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, right? Open. See, in, in like where Peace. I'm from, we used to say shit like we would make jokes and be like, oh, man, are you cold? It's a little chilly out here today. Is it breezy? Feel a breeze at all? Like your barn door is open, bud. You know. Yeah, <laughs> like your barn like door. Your barn door. Yeah. Barn. Your barn door. Yeah. Door. Yep. Barn. Yeah. You're born yeah. in a barn, bud. You left the fucking door open. <laughs> oh my god! What stupid <laughs> sayings? Oh, There's so many geez. stupid Pittsburgh sayings. Like, uh, I'm like, I don't want to get into it. It's so stupid. Like shopping carts are called buggies. 
buggies. Buggies. buggies. Um, you call sprinkles jimmies? Yes, sprinkles what? are called jimmies. Yeah. Uh, the remote. For your, How the do rem- you know that? I've never heard of this before. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm I thought you were fucking around. <laughs> your Japanese is good, but your Pittsburghies, that's damn. Yeah, right, um, right. That's very good. Come on, from Connecticut. <laughs> right, right. Uh, the remote. The remote is called the flicker. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Flicker, flicker. for your TV remote. Yeah, uh, a lot of Canadians use that one, I think too. I've heard that flicker. one a lot. Flicker and clicker, it's a good yeah. one. Um, do you guys know bologna? Yeah. Bologna, yeah. the lunch meat's called jumbo in Pittsburgh. Whoa. Jumbo. 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 So get a, Is it because yeah. like if you eat too much of it, you become jumbo yourself, or what? Yeah, most people. Or do you just guys? Pit- do you guys just get like fat bologna in Pittsburgh? We get it's a single slice. It's been off barbarians. God damn, Rod. <laughs> so it's like Canadian slice, slice jumbo steak. Just what's a what's the last one? Uh, there's there, there's so many, but like so does pop. So uh, pop. I say pop over here because I'm white trash. Yep. Yeah, yep. pop. <laughs> pop um, instead of like soda. Yeah, pop. Yeah, we say pop too. That's what's up. Yeah, no fizzy drinks. Pop. Guys. No, we, no fizzy drink. No. <laughs> What's the last yeah, one? Yeah. Oh, and then a, a rubber band, like a, a rubber oh, band. It's okay. called a gum band in Pittsburgh. Gum band. Yeah, gum band. Interesting. I should send you guys a list after the interview, just like a bunch of like yeah. Pittsburghies you could work into your day to day conversation. And Kennywood's Kennywood's open. Kennywood's open means the window of your trousers <laughs> are open. Yeah. Hell yeah. We gotta get like some little <laughs> clips of you like using these and then we'll throw we can throw them up on the story. Mike like, up you, just going you walking strangers. up to some thirty yeah, right. year old woman yeah. on the train saying, Yo, your Kennywood's open. Yeah, Kennywood's open. <laughs> she and she and I guarantee you she would look down and be like, Oh, thank you. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's what happens. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Perfect detour. Oh man. That's funny. So Pittsburgh is where you grew up? Yeah. Yeah. Born and raised in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. I went to, uh, that was like the hardest thing about like, cause I, I went to college. I went to uh, Penn State University um, and I worked there. I worked at the Apple store at the same time I was going to Penn State. So like, I didn't go to like the main campus that was like three hours from where I live. My brother went there. So I'll go up there all the time. Zach Yord and my brother, ironically, were next door neighbors at Penn State campus. So every time I'd go up there, I would just dump myself at Cody's house, my brother. And I'd go next door, say what's up to Yord, because he was the president of the snowboard house. So I'd like say what's up to them, and we'd just run back and forth. And like that was always a fun dynamic. Um, but uh, but yeah, born and raised in Pittsburgh. Went to went to college like online. Then I went to some campuses when I'd take like proctored tests or whatever. Um, got my uh, got my bachelor's degree in psychology from Penn State. Worked at the Apple Store the same exact time. And then once I pretty much like finished up with college, I was like playing Kendama, like pretty much like full time working at the Apple store. And then at the New York city toy fair in like 2017 or 2016, Jeremy, um, the owner of Kendama USA was kind of like, Hey, like we're like stuff was starting to change. Like in Kendama, like, uh, like TJ was, that's when like the make waves, like that when TJ did his make waves tour and all that kind of branding for his pro model, that was like huge. That was huge. He did a very good job with that. And that's when that was kind of like starting to like, not slow down, but you could see TJ was kind of trying to go somewhere else. And Jeremy was just like, I think working with his, the, the people that he had. And he was like, yo, how would you feel about working full time in Atlanta? And I remember like living in Atlanta, I was kind of like, damn, like I, I'm 20 something years old. I've never moved away. So like, yeah, sure. Let's try it. Like, and plus it's like, again, it's Kendama. So like if the owner of your company was able to pay you when you were making it your job and you're done with college and you really had nothing that was keeping you in Pittsburgh, I was like, let's for sure do it. So yeah, kind of transitioned oh, yeah. there to Atlanta. That was fun. Atlanta was cool. 
I liked it a lot. I moved back just because like, um, I moved back to, uh, to Pittsburgh in the beginning of 2019, just because like at the Kandam USA warehouse, there was like six or seven of us there. And every time we'd walk in, like I'll get there at eight o'clock in the morning, say what's up to everybody. And then everyone just kind of put in headphones and kind of did their job. And then, um, at like five took them out and left. And after like a year or so, year and a half, two years, I was just like, I do 99% of my job from my phone and my computer. I was like, what do you think about me moving back to Pittsburgh? And Jeremy was just like down for the idea. So all of 2019, I've worked remotely for Kendama USA full-time. Yeah, from Pittsburgh. But it's been great. Because I know there was just some confusion there too. Because like people would be like, yo, Skaggs, I have a question about my order. Can you do this? And I'm like, "Uh, I'm not like actually there. But yeah, I'll I'll make something happen for sure. And just communicate with like Alyssa. (laughs) Shout out to Alyssa. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing some of your whatever stories and stuff on Instagram, and I thought that you were in Atlanta at the... Yeah, at the... yeah. Relocated to Atlanta for work. Um, I went out there once or twice just to kind of, like, see the location, like, look at places, like, where I was going to potentially live. Because, um, like, just to echo from the beginning of, like, the conversation, I needed to paint the whole picture of what I'm going to be doing here. It's like, okay, I'm going to work here. I'll live here. I still, I'm still extremely social, so I want to know, like, what's my surroundings going to be like? Where are the bars or the nightlife or people going to be? Where's, like, during the day where I can hang out and stuff? So I went there a few times and visited, make sure everything was cool. And really what was nice is, like, as soon as I got there, like, with Kandama, it's like a family. So, like, Christian Frazier and I, Lyndon Whalen, uh, Charles, Jubaka, uh, Ryan Plourd, like, the Grande boys, like, welcomed me with open arms. Like, <laughs> it was really cool. So, like, I basically got to, like, because the community in Pittsburgh, there really isn't, like, a Kanama community. There's, like, a few people that play, but there's, like, a crazy, like, line in the sand where it's, like, you're either a little, little kid, like, figuring out what this is. And, like, it's, like, no, it's big, like, big cup or spike, you do it like this. Or you're, like, a skate rat, like, older guy or something, and you're just, like, nah, I don't want to go to those jams. Like, it's a bunch of little kids there, which, like, I would cater to the little kids because, like, their parents are there and you talk to them and, like, you teach them how to play. But the older kids at the jams were just like, you know, I'm working on like quad tap and you like, I want to, I want to play Ken. I want to go, I want to go beyond like the teaching side. But like, since yeah. I would try to do so much stuff by myself, it was like, there's some other guys too that have like scenes in Pittsburgh, which um helps out a bunch, but like, they're just very small and like either you're just learning or you don't want to go. You'd rather just play with your friends and like sesh, like at a park or someone's house or whatever. Um, yeah. But going to Atlanta, one of my biggest things was like, there's kind of a small scene in Atlanta but like since like Konami USA is like the first Konami company like in the US essentially and they're based in Atlanta and they have really no scene. So Jeremy was very adamant like I want to have a scene in the home grounds of Konami. So like so we started that when I was there too and that just like bursted. Like it was so cool. Every We would have like 15, sometimes 20 kids like every Saturday morning just in random spots of like Georgia just like playing Kendama. And the weather was so cool that we were like really weren't limited to like inside or outside like pittsburgh i'm pretty sure we get like 11 nice days out of the year where it's not like cloudy and like it might rain so it was cool it was cool being out there with just like all the kids and just like everyone was so cool so like i decided after like my first or second visit i was like yeah i'm cool with this it'll be fun um yeah kind of decided to go out there yeah nice so you do it yeah you were you were living out there when i went down there weren't you when i came to atlanta to visit trevor yeah. T Starns. Oh, yeah. Shout out fucking T Starns. I missed Dude, that. Hell yeah. Shout out T Starns. You uh <laughs> you came out for it was a surprise for his birthday or something, wasn't it? 
It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. His girlfriend Lacey like flew me out for her. That was his birthday present. Was I just Hell showed yeah. up and he was Hell just yeah. like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Rob, just, you brother. were a Christmas Rob present. Yeah, brother, it was yeah. sick. Oh man, I, I know. I was like, "Are you sure you want like? Wouldn't it be better to fly him to Vancouver?" And she's like, "No, you want to surprise him, kind of thing." Yeah. And I then am. in the end, she like actually told him like the day before anyways because she didn't want him to like make other plans or some shit and she got all like flustery about it and she was like ah just don't <laughs> oh, make plans oh, tomorrow man. like yeah, yeah. Uh, rod's coming kind of thing and he was like what <laughs> so he he already knew kind of things but it was still like pretty surprising you know so it was, yeah, still yeah, good. It was super sick lacy uh yeah trevor's girlfriend used to cut my hair so she was like cutting my hair she's like oh yeah don't tell anybody but rod's coming i was like oh, what like i'll so <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice it was such a good time man it was yeah, so that was sick, sick. Super yeah, sick. I want to do that again one of these days. Just be someone else's uh, birthday present. I mean, that'd be cool too. I meant just go hang out in Atlanta. But <laughs> we should make an app. I'm down. We, we should make an app where you can rent Rod and have him. Yo, I'm in. Out. Let's like, go. Let's figure go. Figure out the budget. What it would cost. How much it keeps. How, how much does it cost to keep Rod alive? And how yeah. much does it cost to get him there? Not much. <laughs> ramen noodles. Yeah. Water. Ramen noodles and a bowl a day. That's all I need. <laughs> no. So the Japanese word for a foreigner is gaijin, and there is a website called Rent a Gaijin, and for You're people f- in Japan what? to go online a- and actually rent someone. Now this is someone for like you know uh, usually it's people for who are looking for models or something or just a quick foreigner, quick gaijin to do some work for them for oh. whatever I don't know what, but you can. Man, you could go check it out. Why didn't you out? tell me this when I was living there, though? What are you doing to me? <laughs> oh, shit. I would have for sure signed up for it. They were being greedy. They wanted to hang out with you all by themselves because they knew that others would pay top dollar yen to hang out with Rod Dama. <laughs> top. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it was Justin Bieber well, and then Rod. That was the most like popular <laughs> categories. Damn it, that little fucker beat me, really? <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. His songs aren't that catchy, are they? Come on. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. They are. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck yeah. So you really left a big impact, the Kendama community, when you announced Skaggs that you were leaving Kendama USA. And I just wanted, I remember like scrolling through the Instagram and seeing yeah. that picture of you. And it seemed like just, so prepared the picture was so fucking good mm. you just like you know walking it was like a like a shot off of a yeah movie, you walking away walking off the kendama usa logo like right in that uh, on that spot it was i shot so that good. i shot that picture so planned like an hour and a half thank you before i posted the thing like i, I did that all on the spot because i knew it was coming like i talked to jeremy um almost around like it might have been like new year's but it was like I was I was going to Atlanta for Battle of the Border. Him and I were going to have some meetings and talk about like here's what 2020 is going to look like for Konami USA, like production, just you know, team, all that kind of stuff. And um, mm-hmm. I just kind of like in the background of have thought like I like working for a Konami company is literally a G, a dream job. Like it's so much fun, and especially like when you're comfortable and like you can like work with your team. And, like it's it's a very fun job. But I think that like I, I don't know, like I may have like not overthought it, but like, I'm going to be 30 in September and Kendama, like working for a Kendama company is like, again, it's like a skateboard shop. It's like, you get to do things you love every day, talk to people every day, design things every day. But I think for an actual career move, there really isn't much growth 
within like a Kendama company. Unless like the company does like super good and everyone gets a raise and it just kind of goes from there. But when, but it's still like such an early thing because most people, most Kendama companies are owned by like one person and that's it. Like they pay themselves and that they can live off of it. Like amazing. That, that's amazing. You can like make a life off this. Kendama USA is in a position where they can have like, you know, employees and like, it's like a little bit bigger and whatnot. So like, it was amazing, but I knew that like, um, and the people at the Apple store, like almost, yeah. And I didn't really want really to give myself like that glass ceiling. And again, like, I don't want to, nothing bad about like Kendama USA or like Jero or any of those guys, because it again, like I was looked at, it was looked at like, I was brought in for this project. Like sweets came out with like the primes and like, we had like the 2.0s and like cups were starting to get bigger. Strings were getting longer. And like TJ was kind of going on his own thing. So yeah, Jeremy was like, let's bring you in. Let's start like, let's refocus this like branding, marketing. What do you think with Konami? Is what do you, where do you feel it's going to go? And like, trusted me with like my ideas and like everything that I wanted to do. So really I got to just like go to work every day, work on something that I wanted to do. That could be almost literally anything. Um, and as long as it was signed off by like Jeremy and like Sharif and the rest of the people at Konami USA, like it was cool. So it was awesome. But I knew that like I had to make a decision just for myself and just for like career. And it's like, I went to college for a reason and like I, I tried really hard and all that kind of stuff. So I just knew that like, will Kendama be in my life forever? Yes. Will I be able to work and make a livelihood off of like a Kendama career position? Like maybe not, but it may, it could be something that I want to like, maybe I'll look at it in the future again, like to do something with Kendama, like for an employment thing. But I think that like, I just had to make that decision where it's like, all right, like I'm going to be getting a job at Apple again. There's going to be some really good like, career opportunities for me there. I'm really good at that job. I have amazing connections with the people at Apple. So I decided to almost like switch gears because in the beginning it was like, I worked at Apple full-time and Kendama USA was part-time. Then I completely flipped the script and made Kendama my world and Apple, I just didn't work there anymore. But I always like love the technology. I love the editing. I love like the, you know, the computer that goes around it. So like, so now I think yeah, in 2020. You're the only one that still uses Mac's Safari browser. Safari, yeah. I'm like the only guy who uses <laughs> Safari, I think. But then like now in 2020, I'm deciding to like switch back and like make that difficult decision where like I could keep working with Konami USA, but like at the same time, I kind of want to put all my eggs in one basket. Like, like I see my friends, I'm not dating anybody. I'm literally just trying to like isolate all my strengths, like really test myself and just put my all my, all my eggs in one basket and be like, here's like a career shot I'm going to go for. I'm back, I'm back at Apple, so like, I'm very lucky and I'm very fortunate to have those connections that I have there. So I really just want to like go for Apple again, like just honestly, just start just like rehoning myself. Like, cause Kendama didn't take anything away from me, but I spent a lot of time putting myself into others where like, I think that in, uh, in 2020, I'm just going to like refocus myself and kind of do my thing. Um, and kind of do it that way. But Jeremy, Jeremy was awesome about it. Like he totally understood. I think that he said like, when I told him what I was going to be thinking about doing, I was like, hey, like, this is an opportunity with Apple. I'm probably going to go for it again and, you know, maybe step away from Kendama. And he, he honestly, like, what he said on his verbatim was like, no, nah, I get it. Like, Apple's more profitable than Ball in a Cup. I understand. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> it is. And um, yeah, he was so cool about it, too. And, like, I, I love Jeremy. We have such a good relationship, too, like him and I. So, like, he, he was, like, he was pretty much about it. The one thing he wasn't, I don't think he was super stoked about, which kind of caught him by surprise is when I said that I wasn't going to be playing for the team either. Cause it was like, I was, I had a job at Kendama USA. Like I was, I did the social media marketing. Like I created content. I kind of managed all that. Then I also managed the team. And then I also like did scene building, but I was also a player for Kendama USA, which I was responsible for like promoting the products and like landing and like just promoting it as well. So 
Damn. With that, like my job at certain times would kind of turn from like a, a, a like a job into like my passion and that kind of stuff. So when I separated the both and was like, you know, I'm going to be doing a new job opportunity and then I'm also going to be leaving the team. But there's really nothing, no reason for me leaving the team except for like I wanted to have no distractions going into Apple because like when I like something, when I, when I like something, I almost fall in love with it and I become obsessed with it to the point where like I have to like, I have to like submerge myself into it to make sure it's the right decision. Um, so that kind of stunk, like kind of t- telling him and like having that conversation, like telling my team wasn't easy. Like it was, it was super difficult, like just kind of making that, uh, making that call to like, just, just to fully trust in yourself. Like I love these people. I love what I'm doing, but I'm going to like, this is a complete selfish decision I'm making, but for a good reason, like I'm going to step away and do my own thing. And, and everybody on the team was seriously so cool about it. Like everyone understood everyone, like, like no one panicked. Everyone was like, Oh my God, like, the communication like who's gonna do this but like it really was like everything was pretty much like figured out that's why jeremy and i talked ahead of time like how we're gonna tell everybody and stuff like that so um but yeah it, it was difficult no, you should go around same... give everyone a piece of cake no i, I uh cake. i called the people that I, like the people i talked to on the team like the cake is good i called mags i called tj i called like Haley. i like i think hit up like kenyatta like, i hit up like the people i've been for a while and no particular reason more or less like i just have better relationships or like with some people on the team. Um, and then like for Konami USA has what, like 87 players now. So I had to make sure that I, no, I had to, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. No, Come on, no. Sweet. Kusa, it's like, that's a pretty big number. No, it's <laughs> big. It's like, I think it's like 23 people or something like that. But like, either way, I knew that like, I can have like these like 10 or less like conversations and the rest. I just did like uh, a big email and like blast kind of just saying like, same thing. Love you guys. Love doing this. Don't yeah. want to make this decision, but I kind of just am doing it. Um, because, Cause yeah, like I knew like later on down the road, like Kandama's not going to stop. Like, and one thing I'm even more excited now is like me putting out Kandama tricks. Like I can play whatever Kandama I want for 28 tricks later. I almost thought like, I, I might just use a different branded Kandama just cause like I just got a Misu mod. I have yeah. a few of the new like Swedes boost shapes, which are super fire. Um, so like, yeah, it's really cool. And there was no, like, there's no unwritten rule when you're sponsored, you have to play with like your pro model or that brand. But I feel like is Kandama's getting a little more like, not competitive but like uh, like michael jordan michael jordan's not going to go to a, a basketball game and wear like a hornet jersey he's going to wear a chicago bulls jersey because he plays a chicago bull like that's kind of you know what i mean yeah. ben roethlisberger's gonna wear a steelers jersey he's not going to wear yeah. a cold or so without like, wearing a pair of jordans right <laughs> right right like so like yeah side more that just felt like it was cool with the team dynamic and stuff like that and like plus with promoting it i feel this is a side note but i feel like a lot of kendama players should take a little more pride in how they film and what they're actually doing. Because when you're sponsored and you're a sponsored Kendama player, it's like, are you going to land tricks in the same spot and just kind of land that trick and end the clip and that's it? Or are you going to go out, show the Dama a little bit in the camera, make a clip in the caption, say what it is, be like, yeah, this is it. What, like, I think yeah. like, there's, there's different ways and like there's many ways you can attack it. But I think like that as a Kendama player, to help grow the industry, you have to promote what you're doing. Because if you have like a thousand followers and you're doing the same tricks in the same place with the same mod, people are going to see you playing Kendama and that's not really going to move the needle for Kendama as a whole. And that's one thing with like marketing and one thing I've learned with Kendama is just like the advertising and the these new people like with like Mr. Boogie with like Sweets and just like all, yeah. these, all these other like ambassadors like Taylor Tries is doing really well. Like just if there's so many other eyes and Kendama is still is so small. That I feel like the more that we can do as players, the the bigger the bigger it's gonna get. Like 
set aside the pro ego for a little bit. You're going to walk into a room and no one's going to know you're pro. No one even knows how to pronounce what it is that you just said you're doing. Like, take a step back and realize that, like, it's all you're playing ball in a cup and you're landing tricks. And that's what you're doing. Beyond that, when you go deeper, it's like, yes, you are a professional in this because you're able to do these kind of things. I just think that, like, like everyone that's sponsored should take a little, just put a little more thought into what you're about to do versus, like, because it's, it's going to grow. It's going to grow itself. Like, if we do that, like, it's, it's a win. Side tangent, but, like, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, the right. thing with, like, just and, like, marketing and, like, stuff that I found, like, really successful. Like, put yourself into it. Like, what, what, like, what do you want it to feel like with other people? Because, like, Kendama can look really dorky really fast if you're doing it the wrong way. But, like, if you make it cool, <laughs> if you make it, like, a GoPro in your head, if you, like, pick a cool, like, whatever, like, you can, you can translate what you're feeling and how you feel and what you're, like, right, right. going for, like, with Kendama, like, really well. It's just, like, you need to, you need to find that within yourself first and then, like, copy and paste that and then people will be influenced by you because of how you look at it and how you treat it and i think that like with filming and editing and how you do it that's like um that's what really could like help just you know make kendama grow because when leaving kendama usa i have i have no intention of stopping playing kendama like i'm probably going to play as long as the rest of us play it's going to be a thing that like kendama is going to be a thing that like you play with every day or it's going to be something that like you have decorating your parents house got some damas up there like it's, oh yeah, like, nice. Are like Nama's are like interactive art pieces. Like so many of my friends have them to play every single day, and they yeah. love it. And then I have some friends that like have them on their shelf, and it's like, oh, my friend is really good at that. I think it look, looks cool. And then oh, you can try to land on this thing. Like it's a conversation. It's like it's really whatever Absolutely. you want it to be. So like, yeah, yeah. Small small tangent for the youth. For the youth, hell yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's so many you know people who are talking about types of filming and uh, it's so difficult to do or they want to play damage they film a chick but it's like mm-hmm. you know, just enjoy it and i think it's enjoy. easy for everyone right. to do because we all have a phone a device on us that has a camera that can record so it's like you kind of have no excuse to not film a trick but right. it's th- <laughs> right. there's some people <clears throat> And it's, I think it's interesting because I think of the skateboarding community and how there are plenty of people who aren't just the best skateboarders in that community doing lots of stuff. So like in the Kendama world, it's like there's people who aren't going to be the best players and they're thinking about what What they can can do. Yeah. Other Mm -hmm. than just slay Kendama. And, you know, going back to skateboarding, there's people who are photographers who are professionals and they just work in the skateboarding field. There are people who are called that are just the filmers and like, yeah, they skate. But when they need someone to film this trick that they're going to do, they call up this one or, you know, a handful of people like those are the the filmers. These are the the camera guys. And it's like I I think Mm -hmm. I remember. um you know, I do the shotgun interviews and who was, I talked to a few people, I forgot who they were right now, but they've said that they hmm. don't like filming because they suck You'd at it You'd be surprised so the amount of the people that do say that, like how many people are like just so good, like Wyatt and D. Westy, like they wouldn't care if I say it. They both say yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I suck I at filming, <laughs> but like, I, yeah, like they're, but like they want to do it. They want to like, it's. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. if, but it's like you either you strive like when it comes to the creative side, like no, no, no don't film there, film against this wall. You'll yep, be able to yep. see the Dama way better. It'll be sicker. But right. then, like, if I switch places with Dylan or Wyatt and was expected to do one of their tricks, like it's not gonna fucking happen. 
Like, it's like <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. like, yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah, right. Because it's like you never know what someone has, what kind of talent they have that's hidden that they just haven't figured out the way to marry Kenjama with their skills that they have. Yeah. So it's like you just yeah. gotta try stuff, yeah, guys. I, I think it's I think it's very cool. That's Melt like shit together. With some of the I forget his Instagram account, he's the owner of Quill Kendama. He's been filming with like this thing that like stands on a tripod and like tracks the Dama. Like it looks like he has. Uh, it's just it's so, so trippy. It's so crazy looking. Like he did like a yeah. two turn up swap spike, and it was just like. I think I watched it like 13 times. Like it was, it looked so good. I yeah, couldn't figure man. out how he did it. Like it like goes like up and over kind of thing, right? Yeah. I'm like, how did this like, camera guy? Like, yeah. And it was steady the entire it's so time. so crazy. Like, how'd that happen? Yeah. Um, no, but Kendama, Kendama needs that because like, and that's the thing. It's the more that you can make it look better. Others, like I almost, I almost want to make content for non-Kendama players. So when they see it, it's just like, oh my God, he landed it on the spike. Like I love, <laughs> that's my favorite. Like when someone can watch oh, yeah. you do like around Japan, and you land on the spike. Like they have no idea that like juggles and taps and like all this other stuff is yeah, popular. But it's yeah. like, wait, you landed that on the? There's a hole in that. Like people yeah, forget. No, that's the ultimate. People yeah. forget that like that's that's a selling point for people. It's like, oh my god, like it, it's Dude, so yeah. yeah. It, it, you it's always, so funny. Like. Sorry, I was just going to say it's no. so funny. Like, some of, like, the younger Kendama players and shit, like, if you do, like, a performance with them and stuff, something I always notice is that, like, like not necessarily him in general, but just, like, for example, like, Nick Gallagher or someone who goes mm -hmm. on stage, does a lot of, like, really hard stuff. And, like, even if he does it, people are like, well, that was crazy. I don't know what that was, but that was crazy. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But So it's like, but they're missing the point where, like, I could go out there and just do a moon circle to spike, and they're like, oh, like, just as stoked, you know? Yeah, it's or like you spun that around so, in the air more, so. and land. Yeah, like dude, people. That, I love that. Like those are the reactions. I'm just like, I must, I don't let that stuff slide. Like I don't put it like into an ego bank or something. But it's like when I show someone Kendama and they're just like, oh my, God, it landed on the thing. Like how are you doing that? I'm like, no, it's it's really hard. And like that makes me feel good because like what we are doing is really fucking hard. Like all these kids and like all these yeah. teenagers and adults. It's like what we're doing is really hard. Like oh my God, you guys are gonna get me going. I hate when people on Instagram, <laughs> they post a trick, it's like, and it starts off with like some shit, like, sorry, this is all I could land. And it's like some like mind blowing trick. It's like, dude, you're missing the point, like completely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, man, we're all going to have a thought. Like, if someone does like Bird Over Valley, it's like, okay, you can probably do better than that. But at the same time, like, take pride in what you're posting or don't do it mm -hmm. at all. Like, don't, don't, like, like right, that's right. fine. That's fine. You're yeah. playing. That's good. Oh, I hate that. Oh, my God. I feel you, man. I feel you should you. do a Kendama Pet Peeves segment. Bring me back for that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, man, I'm yeah. sure you've seen so much of that. So if, when you were working with Kusa, uh, you were on the SNS side. Were you mm. handling every mm. form of SNS that Kusa had, every account? Yeah, all social media, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Then I made sure that, like, content was, like, chopped and different for all of those. So, like, I would go into, like, for like an like if we we're gonna release a new Tama or a new just Kendama, I would make sure the Instagram one looked one way. And I'll take those same images and open it back up in Photoshop and rechop it for the story. And I'd rechop it for the parents; they're gonna see it on Facebook. And I would market all of those things and just put money behind it um, to hit like different categories like uh, like that. And YouTube, same exact thing. Our YouTube was primarily more or less like tricks, videos, stuff that made people want to be like, "Oh, that's dope! Like I want to, 
I want to try that and try to make my own content like that. Um, yeah. 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 yeah right. Snapchat kind of like fell off a little bit once like Instagram introduced like stories and like filters and that kind of stuff. So like primarily, yes, mm-hmm. it was like all social media, all like, advertising, all marketing. Um, what? There's no Tinder account? There was not a Tinder account. <laughs> no? Come on. <laughs> That's so funny. Dom at Tinder. That was so good. Well, come on. I just like, use this guy as the profile pic. The, the buff like these guys. Just have one on hand. Oh, my God. Uh, you never know when you're going to need one, buddy. Dude, you never know. How many people say that, too? It's like, oh, is that like a, what is that? You're like, oh, it's a toy. They're like, oh, I thought it was like a sex toy or something. You're like, nope. Like, <laughs> I, and that's when what? you go like, oh, what do you want it to be? Should we no. be going somewhere? Yeah, like, like, what? Yeah. 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 Like one time I got, I, got, I got pulled over once, like just driving home from like work or something. And like I had a Kandama, like it wasn't wrapped up. It was just like sitting loose, like on my passenger seat. I was talking to the police officer and he was just like, what's that? And like kind of backed up a little bit and like looked over at my Dama and I was oh, like, no shit. oh, it's a, it's a bowl. Yeah, I was like, it's a, it's a toy. And he was like, oh, I thought that was a bong. I was like, you're a police officer, dude. <laughs> like, get better than that. <laughs> <Yeah. Like, laughs> if you, you would have said hula yeah. hoop, you would have been closer on brand than a bong. Yeah. Like, like, well, little did he know it was a clack pipe the whole time, right? Yeah, no right. idea. Yeah, right, no idea. Clack pipe, oh, <laughs> <shit>. fucking idiot. <laughs> but uh, but don't yeah, teach don't... you about that one at the academy. <laughs> Look out for these. Both of Skags, like, I'm just curious since you were handling all the SNS, like, there must have been such stupid, trivial, or just straight <laughs> Wait, up what, annoying. What's comments or or like dms uh, or something let us know let me know what was like the worst shit that you had to go through sns like social oh, media SNS. oh um when you when you would dm like kendama usa like i would answer you every single time i hated i almost looked at like all the dms like an email it's like i gotta answer that answer that answer that it wasn't like i, I hated it but people would be like when people would send a picture of like their kendama and the cups came off and they'd be like it's broke and I'm like, I <laughs> oh, don't just know like how. Oh, just like the popped off? Yeah, the Serratos. And I'm just like, it's not. How am I supposed to explain <laughs> to this person who just got this via text message or DM how to put it back on so the string doesn't get. Like, so, so that would be irritating. Yeah. I'll, but I would, I, would, I would find a link to like, uh, I think it's the video of like Smith restringing a Kandama. And I would just like send him that and be like, the cups can come off. Or if someone got yeah. a tribute, I would just be like, hey, sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, 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 hey, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. One time, one time, do- somebody <laughs> sent me a photo of a tribute with the cups off, and I was like, I don't even. That might be the most obscure one I've gotten. Like, someone sent a DM of a tribute half split with the cups off, and I was like, that's the one thing it's not. That's the one thing it's not supposed to do. Like, the cups yeah. don't come <laughs> off on a tribute. Like, how did you even do that? Like, some other brass Amazing. ring just like came out or something, but like. That nothing little pain points I had would be like people just saying like if their shipment was like late or if they didn't get a confirmation email or something, but like we'd be closed on Saturday and Sunday. So if you buy something on Saturday, Friday night, like it's you're not gonna get a confirmation until like Monday when we get oh, back yeah, to work. Yeah, so like yeah. that's any like normal like business stuff, but uh just just like straight up customer sense. service right. handling all this shit. So just let it well, well come on, come on, just lovely the like what the worst episode that happened to you while you were handling all this SNS stuff, like the bull, the bulliest of the shittiest bullshit. Oh, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, just some like total obscure, like dumb bullshit that makes no sense. 
there was uh I don't even talk about it. It was so stupid. It wasn't like it wasn't even like a Konami <laughs> oh, USA. It was more or less just like about like uh, I don't even know. We had, we had this, we sponsored this kid named Derek Aston. He was like really good, and he like stopped playing. And that's when I like was in charge of being the social media manager. So like our team was getting big, and he like wasn't really doing that much. And like no offense, like no offense to him, like him and I like don't communicate, but I have no bad blood against him. Like he's a better Dolan player than I am. Like it's just yeah, I'm using it as an example. But I uh, I ended up just like having a conversation. I was like, hey man, we're gonna move forward with like tribe. We're not gonna. You know, we're not going to do you, we're not going to have you a part of it just because of like some lack of efforts and stuff like that. And like, you're still the homie. If you start playing again, let me know. Um, stuff like that. And he was kind of bummed. He was like, oh, like, that sucks. Like, whatever. We made small talk. It was chill. But then like four months later, he like DM'd me and was like, yo, where's uh, where's the team edits? I thought those were so important. Like now Konami State doesn't have team edits. And that's the whole reason I was kicked off. And I was just like. Now, I, I just, like wasn't doing them because I was doing so much other media at the time. And I was like. Uh, cause I'm like literally a one man band. It's like, if something happens on Instagram, like I'm doing it, it's Facebook, I'm doing it. Like Brian from the media department has to give it to Brian. So Brian can make Instagram look nice. <laughs> so Brian can post it. And so Brian, can oh, make it, like, but like, right, right, right. he was just really bummed out. And like, he was like pissed off at me and like his friends would start DMing me, like calling me shit. Like, and then it, it, it just ironically ended being, it was on my birthday, my 29th birthday. And all these, like, young kids from, like, his area were just, like, DMing me and, like, calling me shit and just being, like, you kicked off Derek, like, you suck and all this stuff. And it was, like, my oh, birthday shit. and I was, like, oh, it's so annoying, dude. Like, I'm That's fucking Because, whack. like, I, I, uh, I care what people think about me, like, a lot. I'm very vulnerable when it comes to, like, what people say or think about me. Like, I take that to heart. And, like, whether it's a 15-year-old kid and his friends just being sour or, like, I even had a dad slide into my DMs and was like being an ass to me. And I was like, guys, look, like it was my job. I had to do this so I can make room for more people. And I was like, from here on out, I am not kicking anybody off on Konami USA ever again. It is not happening because like <laughs> it just makes it, it makes it feel like it's a personal attack and that's not what it was. And I was just like, yeah, oh. that was, so I was getting DMs on my account, getting DMs on Konami USA account, people saying they're not playing anymore. I was just like, so that was like the worst, but I was just like, Oh my God. Like, and then like, and then I got mad and like, j- just for the sake of me bringing up his name again, I'm just going to put my, throw myself under the bus. Like oh, he was being shitty shit. to me. So I went to the Kandama USA page and I took down his, he had like three videos. Oh. I took them all down. Oh, I didn't delete them, damn. but I just took them all down, which I, I shouldn't have done. Cause that's like me just using my powers for evil. But I was kind of like, no dude, you're being an ass to me. Like gang up me with your friends. Like I'm not going to No, and I just took them down. So then, like, once that happened, they started, like, lashing out. And this, like, parent was, like, mad at me. He's like, you need to grow up and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, this is all pretty stupid. So I just, like, I think, like, Alyssa or somebody re-uploaded the videos. And, like, him and I decided to just, like, block each other. And then, like, in hindsight, I just zoom all the way out again. And I'm just like, I'm a 29-year-old adult having an argument with kids and his friends over balling cup videos. This is true. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I just, yeah. Like, once I zoom all the way out and, like, kind of have, like, a sober thought going into it, I was like, this is dumb. But, like, yeah. that was that was probably the worst, like, DMs and stuff wise. It's, like, outside of the box. Just because, like, it was, like, a personal attack on me. And I was like, oh, this is so lame. And then I, I didn't want anyone to feel bad, but it's, like, I have to make these difficult decisions. And, like, uh, yeah, that, that was that was the worst. Hopefully that, Derek, you listen to this. I don't hate you or anything. So. It's all good on my end. Right. I kicked myself <laughs> off the team, so we're even. I'm like, like, <laughs> like we're good. I'm sorry. Booted myself off. Yeah, like, oh, you're damn. right. 
that was that was hard. But honestly, and the other hardest part with just was just keeping up with the DMs. Like I would always on Instagram stories, I'd make posts that were like uh, like a vote on like vote which mob would you rather play with. I specifically would not ask people to DM Kendama USA because. It has like 90,000 followers and people would DM it. And TJ, every time he would jump on social media, he would just do a hand check and be like, yo, DM what setup this is. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> like, like 300 DMs of people oh, saying, Kayaki, 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 oh, Azora, Kayaki, Kayaki, Kayaki. And I'm like, Jeez. oh man. Oh, that's like I used to say, be like, oh my God, TJ just fucking nuked the DMs. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh no. But yeah little pain points like that oh my god yeah that was it was good and i even think now that like just i i don't want to stop playing kendama and i'm not going to stop playing kendama i'm taking pride i'm doing 28 tricks later because i feel like most players like once they stop they kind of just like stop and like i want to make that a challenge like i'm not going to do that um so hell yeah now i'm excited i'm staying on like that and um even looking like even like sponsorships or something like maybe once I like once I completely get in this like role with like my current job, I was even thinking like maybe I could look at another sponsorship or something or like maybe the, the train doesn't stop here for me. But then again, I was thinking like I really do admire the uh, unsponsored like just kind of people in the scene. So I was even thinking like like taking it a step further, like where's something that people don't want to do or like like judging for a competition. Like sometimes you have to like pick judges for a competition and Sometimes you see like, you know, a certain person on a panel from a team and it's like, oh, they're going to vote for the person they're sponsoring or like that, you know, it's not the case, obviously, but like you never truly know. So I was even thinking about like hitting up Glowkin or hitting up just like some type of like, because like I feel like Glowkin is also like just like an unbiased like company. Like they love everybody, but they're not like one sided when it comes to anything. So I was yeah, even thinking well, about everybody like everybody besides the JK. Right, right. Like maybe it would be. <laughs> no, they like the JKA. JKA doesn't like them. That's oh, the, shit, that's, that's the what it is. So I'm gonna hit up the JKA. I think what's gonna do? Let's go super, super like oh. classic with it. Um, no, but I think like what if what if like Kendama had like a panel of actual judges? Like if you look at any major competition, they have referees. Like just like there's a person paid to take pictures. There's a person paid to make the calls. I potentially was thinking about like what if I made some type of like community or some type of like just panel where it's like. Here's Brian. Like I, I would almost be like a judge, and it's like we would look into yeah, like Brian and the Skag lines. Yeah, Brian yeah. and the Skag lines would be the judges. Like who knows? Because like <laughs> that might be like a helpful like unbiased because like call. Like what if I could be a, a judge or a ref in a sense that you could you know fly or go to events where needed, and I would just be like a Kandama official, and there yeah. would be like a few more of us where it's like okay, you're not sponsored by a team, so you're not like biased to one side, but mm -hmm. also you know what you're talking about. You've been in the industry for like a really long right, time and people it. trust like your decision making. So like I was even thinking mm -hmm. instead of like getting Colin Sander on like a judges panel who like I love him, but like does Colin have the best say in what's like new? Like, mm, you know what yeah. I mean? Like and Colin wouldn't even care yeah, that I'm making that like judgment call. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just think that like uh, maybe it would be a cool opportunity for like uh, like an, a, a Kendama official wear an armband. Do something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like just be that person yeah, so, whistle. yeah whistle armband striped shirt like get like a flag that you can like, throw in the, in, in the middle of the shit on the stage yeah oh perfect. dude roughing oh man i've been talking for years about making you know those big foam fingers that you get in the crowd yeah i've been wanting to make one of the thumb for kwc every year so like if somebody's on stage fucking thumbing, <laughs> you give them the big fucking thumb, <laughs> thumb. <laughs> you get something like that you one of those a big old thumb card just fucking whack them with it 
Thumb it reminds me of like when Jake Weens made those giant signs for like uh, MKO like back in the exactly. day. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the fire emojis emoji. and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was so fun. Because I think that like with Kandama, it's like I do offer more than the traditional like, like because people will go go to my account and watch my videos, see the tricks. That's why we do look at most of our stuff. But at the same time, like if you want to look at, if you want to watch bangers, like yeah, go watch like DWSD, Mags, Gallagher's, like those are going to be bangers. Like yeah. hopefully when you watch like myself or like even like Christian Frazier, like He's my homie. Like he does like really creative stuff as well, like bangers and so like I, I just think that like maybe it puts myself in a position where like in a few months like maybe I could look for a sponsor. Maybe I could just try to find like cut out this new like thing. I don't know. It's more or less just like I'm not mm -hmm. stopping and yeah, let's get it. Hell's yeah. <laughs> let's get it. All right, dudes. We both oh, yeah. good shit. All right, dudes. All right, we've been jamming hard for we have a been while. Grinding. Past been grinding. one hour mark. We're you know going in deep, having a good time. So now I'd like to switch gears and move over to our Q and A section because whenever we have a guest, we let all of our supporters Perfect. in on it and you know give them a chance to ask some questions to our guests. So I will relay them to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode came pretty quick. The recording came pretty quick. So just on Instagram, I put up a story and let's see what some people's has to ask the skags. Okay, so here's the first one. Uh, maybe a quick one. What's your favorite cheese? Favorite cheese? Oh my god, smoked gouda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ready? That was, shout out whoever asked that. That was sick. I like that. <laughs> yeah, Jubaka gave us that one. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Skags. Next question. Now that you're off of the Kenjama USA team, what are some things that you're excited and looking forward to? I think it's really cool that I can um, play with whatever Kendamas I want now, and I can try out shapes, and I can really just kind of like go towards the ones that I want and not feel biased. Because um, again, there's no rule that you can only play Kendama USA Kendamas, but like, again, like I got a Misu Pro mod, it's fire, uh, the bamboo. And then I got like uh, the Coop yeah. mod, I got a Legend mod, I got the new like Luzelbake mod I'm using for 28 tricks, like, I like it a lot. So like, I think it's uh, being able to just like expand a little bit and like not have to wear some like identity the entire time is kind of cool. So a little more freedom. All right, all right. Next question. Mm. What are your career moves or plans now that you left Kusa? We kind of covered that. That was it, that was it. Switching off, you yeah. got rid of the uh, <laughs> peaches and moving over to the yeah. apples. Yeah, just going <laughs> going full time Apple. It's gonna be my like career, but obviously I'm so creative and I'm so fidgety that I want to do something. I'm not the kind of person that's gonna plop down and watch Netflix for hours. Like if anything, I'm gonna put on The Office or South Park. Let that be on just for sound, and I'm going to be doing something. So like, still gonna be making content. Still gonna be making like yeah, Kanama videos and just kind of. I'm really trying to see what like me as thirty. Like I'm trying to make Brian three point a thing. Like let's see what I'm really gonna bring to the table. <laughs> Hell yeah! So just keep going. That's my thing. All right, next. Out of all your Dama travels, which place was the best place that you went to? Japan with you guys. Like, going to Japan and just being with you guys and, like, just... That's the thing with, like, the vibe and the whole picture I've said. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, Kendama is from Japan. We all get to get on fucking airplanes and buses and go to where that started and just, like, party and laugh and run around. And it's just so... It's un, it is, yes, and just like learn and just do whatever you like. It's, it's like magical being there. But like, uh, I would say like Hatsukaichi Japan, going to Japan overall, like World Cup tour. Um, it's, 
that's the best. And just alluding, don't be surprised. Uh, I'm probably going to go this year. I either want to go to Catch and Flow Ooh. or I want to go to Cup. I've been to Cup twice. Catch and Flow, I feel like, is going to be fun. But I wouldn't be competing because Catch and Flow is like so... It's like the, the fucking big dogs go to Catch and Flow, like... But still, like KDBC is like it's just magical. It's like the super. It's like the Super Bowl of Kendama, and like it everyone's is, yeah. there. It's the whole experience. Like yeah, Catch and Flow. I feel is just like we go hard as fuck. Period. Like <laughs> and shorter. But yeah, it's Japan's true. the best, and I'm gonna come be coming back at least one more time this year. So we're doing it. Hey. All right, all right. Next question. From your point of view. What company do you think will change or grow the most in 2020? Um, honestly, I I think that uh, I think Sweets Kendamas is doing an amazing job. I think they're doing an amazing job with just like the attention to detail with their shapes, with how many new products they're coming out with all the time. I think like their ambassador team with like um, mm, yeah, Yafu and Reed and like Mr. Boogie T, like that's what I'm talking about. That's gonna be like. Here's this person that does this thing, and here's how Kendama incorporates into their life. Like, like the amount of eyes that's like on that's those people. Like, I have friends that like I have friends that skate, like literally like skate or die, and they're sending me links of like Boo with a dom around his neck. They're like, dude, did you know he plays? I'm like, yeah, you had not, like, yeah. you have no idea. Like, but it's it's cool to see that <laughs> kind of connection. Um, and I also think Chrome's doing really cool because uh, I think I respect Chrome just for putting out wild ass shapes. Just to like literally see if it works, see if it doesn't work. But like, I love, I love product development, and I think that uh, I think Chrome's making like like really cool changes, like with the actual product itself too. But uh, I think with the biggest Cushion. changes, and that was Sweets too with like the Kendama Institute. Like, I think uh, I think overall, yeah, I, I think, I'd say Sweets is really making uh, Sweets is making some some big moves. So uh, I would say those guys Hell are definitely yeah. progressing. Yeah, right, dude. Yeah, Sweets is definitely yeah. on top of the game. Yeah. All right, next question in twenty twenty. Which company do you see or do you think will suffer the most? Oh my god! Oh. Damn, that's I a mean, tough question. Right? Well, I'm sure since you were working, you know, on the SNS side, you were creating all these marketing campaigns. I bet that you were also watching the other companies and seeing yeah. the different shit that yeah. they were doing, right? Because there was sometimes there was like some like uh, yeah, there were some companies I would just see them like, how are they doing this? Or like, there's some brands I'm like, who's buying this? Like, nothing, not even like as a as a slam or something. It's just like, like just, I just think yeah, like curiosity. Kenami USA, Chrome, Sweets, Terra. You have these humongous companies and like Green Theory, and it's like and like Soul, and you have like these other. Oh, I also want to add Soul to that category. Like Soul is like Soul's a big ass. Like they're killing it branding and stuff wise. Like their team's doing really oh, yeah. good. Alex Mitchell is like out of his fucking mind when it comes like. Liam, <laughs> like all those guys. Then you have like, yeah, Soul Soul's doing crazy yeah. shit. Um, Hell yeah! I think really, I don't think there was an answer. I think like the the teams that are gonna or the companies that are gonna suffer this year are the ones that just stay on their heels too much and they don't want to make changes and they don't like sponsor people like and they don't just just really progress. I, I don't know if there's like an actual brand or if there's like a company that I would like really say necessarily because like we're literally we're all in this together like. There are a bunch of companies eating from the same little pie, and yeah. I don't want to see anybody fail. Like I, but I think like the best way to kind of keep it going is like have have an authentic team that you're proud of, and have just good team feng shui, and make sure communication is good. Always, always strive to like make those just creative decisions when it comes to like the products, the paints, the holes. Listen to the community if they're telling you something. It's 
for the most part, it's going to be like how they're feeling. So like, I've always, I've always listened to the community and like tried to make decisions based on that. Um, I think just like, yeah, just thinking outside the box is the biggest thing this is. I would say this year challenge wise, like think outside the box. Like if you're about to film a condometric, like put a GoPro on your head, see what it looks like. Like make a POV edit, like do, do something that's a little bit out of the norm and just something different. See what, yeah, see what works. Cause if you don't do that, then you will fail. You can be like the classic brand that always does one thing, but at the same time, like just also just make those, make those tweaks. If you don't have the funds to like invest in a bunch of like marketing or like clothes or merchandise, like work on your team, make sure you have like, you're promoting the best people that you can or the people with the best voice or best, like or whatever you're looking for, but always try to yeah, just like, just push, push on the biggest one that you can, like, what do you think is gonna move the needle? And I think just like progress, always progress, and laugh, and laugh, and laugh, and don't take it so damn serious. <laughs> We're all playing ball in a cup. <laughs> Good advice. Good advice. Chill out, nerds. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there you go, everyone. You heard it straight here, episode two nine. You heard it straight from Skags himself. Yeah. Uh, especially all those companies. Tips from Skags. Look out for. All right. Yeah, hell yeah. Hells yeah. Man, Dude. this is this has been a good good little sesh. Yeah. This has been a dope sesh. Yeah, it's been really sick. I'm so glad that we uh I'm so glad we did this. This is dope. Yeah, dude, hell it yeah. has. Wait, Fuck who yeah. who draws the who draws the red faces? Like the that's little me. red like so That's MJ, do, yeah. MJ, are you going to do one for me even though it's late? Yeah, I'm not going to go do it right now, but uh definitely No, yeah, not, not now. But I was looking <laughs> uh, yeah, go I was looking at like your sleep. Instagram no, now. You're, you made him stay up too late, buddy. You don't get the red no, face. No. <laughs> I know not now, but like I saw that on like the uh, entertainment, and I was just like, "Ooh, I might get my own like little silhouette now." Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that's one of the, uh, the the perks of being a guest on the show. It's a little way to say thank you to all the oh, yeah. guests who joined the you guys, realms. Take I'm gonna send you some of the uh, the skag ones. Hey. Oh yeah. I have yeah. one of those. On my computer, buddy. Zombie, a super <laughs> S. Oh, I don't got the zombie one though. That's pretty <laughs> sick. I was gonna make one. I was gonna make one for New Year's, like a little New Year's baby, but have like my my face on it. But it, it just looks weird, so I decided <laughs> oh, not to do it. Sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I wish you did. That sounds kind of hilarious. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, boys, thank you for sash. having. The, yeah, thank yeah, you for having for me. Taking the time yeah, out, buddy. Dude, this is so Coming sick. Nerding out, Hell talking yeah. about the Skaggs life. Yes, yeah, Skaggs. Oh, yeah. Good shit. Good to hear about. And yeah. uh, everyone, thank you so much for hanging out and listening to episode two nine guest skags. And uh, if you'd like to support the nerds, we are super open and would love if yes, you guys yes. could show your support by signing up to Patreon. And you can check out video episodes of nerds, the nerds Unite that go up just for our Patreons, for people who are straight up supporting. You know, we got some good episodes, good knowledge that yeah. is dropped on it a is. lot of these episodes. Yeah. Ben Harold so. was just on here, right? Like, you yeah. guys just had yeah. Ben. Yeah. That's, ben. That's fucking Ben. Like, listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. It was the longest one yet, too. Damn. Get it. Hells yeah. We're not going to do slow-mo of Ben's episode, though. That's not the thing. <laughs> yeah, no way. The whole thing yeah, it sounds real good. Yeah, just go to yeah, sleep. Yeah, three-hour right long slow-mo podcast. That sounds sick. <laughs> yeah. That's All right, sick. well, we better we better sign up before we come up with any other good ideas here. But in any case, everyone, thank you so much for all of your support. Here we go. The people who are on Patreon, of course, and the people who are even not, who are just 
sharing, who are commenting, who are liking, who are leaving reviews on iTunes and whatnot. Thank you all so much. Um, pure love goes straight out to you, nerds. You know, we got to unite. Yeah, yeah. And that's it, guys. Thank you all so much. We will see you all on the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Word. Now, yes. Hells yeah. Yeah, on that note, I guess it's time to go. Thanks again, nerds. Thanks, Skags. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Much, much love. On that note, the nerds are out. Oh, my